It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch our show and subscribe to our show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. Why do you want to do that? Because every time the Panthers play following that game, I go live on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. So to make sure you check out every live show, be sure to subscribe. If you ever miss a live show, that's okay. You can always check out the show over on the Locked On Panthers podcast feed wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you can check out every single episode of the show. And be sure to follow me Julian Council on Twitter, at Julian Council, where tomorrow on Wednesday, we'll be doing a special Wednesday mailbag edition as this Friday, can't do the mailbag as we will be reacting to the Carolina Panthers win, fingers crossed, against the Atlanta Falcons on Thursday Night Football. So to participate in tomorrow's Wednesday mailbag, either at me or DM me on Twitter, at Julian Council. But of course, be sure to follow me first there on Twitter at Julian Council. Today's episode of Locked on Panthers is sponsored to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at BetterHelp.com slash Locked on and get on your way to being your best self. So we asked ourselves, following the Carolina Panthers drubbing at the hands of the Cincinnati Bengals if there was going to be yet another quarterback change. We know that Sam Darnold would be coming off of IR, which he did on Monday morning. He's officially activated, and he will have a chance to potentially play at some point in the next couple weeks. It will not be on Thursday night, but we wondered, would there be a quarterback change? Well, P.J. Walker had looked fine in the win against Tampa Bay, where he actually was excellent. He looked really good in the second half against Atlanta, where overall he threw for 317 yards passing and had the pass of the year, according to Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. But come Sunday against the Bengals, he was atrocious, posting a 0.0 passer rating and two interceptions and being benched in the second half in favor of Baker Mayfield, who led three touchdown drives in Probably had his best performance of the season against a team in the Cincinnati Bengals that he always played well against back when he was a starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. So knowing that P.J. had been benched and that Steve Wilkes was taking this week to week, would it be Baker Mayfield who was a starting quarterback once again? Well, we found out on Monday that Steve Wilkes is going to continue to take things week to week, and he wouldn't elaborate on why, but P.J. Walker will once again be the starting quarterback on Thursday night when the Atlanta Falcons come to Bank of America Stadium here in Uptown Charlotte. He did, in a way, explain why P.J. is going to be the starter, saying that it's a short week and looking at his consistency the past few weeks outside of, of course, Sunday, where he was 3 of 10 for 9 yards passing and 2 picks and, of course, a 0.0 passer rating. He looked at what P.J. Walker did two weeks ago 
against the Falcons in a game the Panthers should have won, and he hopes that that will carry over and that we will not see the P.J. Walker that we saw on Sunday afternoon. Now, if we do, then, of course, Baker Mayfield will get an opportunity as he will once again dress and he will be the starter. Sam Darnold, there is no plans for the Carolina Panthers to cut any of the quarterbacks on the roster, whether it's Sam, Baker, or P.J. Walker. They're planning on carrying all three. Sam, who's now active off of IR, will, of course, be inactive, I would imagine, on Thursday night football, allowing for some other position groups to be able to play. So that is the plan heading into Thursday night. P.J.'s the starter still. Baker's the backup. Sam will not be active. And then we'll see what happens after this mini bye following Thursday night football as they prepare to play the rest of the season. I said to y'all going into Sunday's game against Cincinnati that I imagined that P.J. would be the starter on Thursday night against Atlanta because of a short week. I never imagined that he would play as poorly as he did on Sunday and that he would be benched in favor of Baker Mayfield and Baker would play reasonably well in the second half and that we'd even have a conversation about that because it's just so hard to turn around prepare your team and then bring in a new quarterback to do that now Baker knows the system at least as much as best you could think he's actually played Sam hasn't been playing Sam has been injured since the final preseason game against Buffalo so reasonably you could not expect Sam Darnold to come off of IR after missing the first nine games of the season and come in there and be ready to play against the Falcons on Thursday night way too quick of a turnaround don't really know where he's at physically as far as just like conditioning-wise and what grass he has of the offense as far as just communication with the players and the guys as receivers and the continuity there. So Sam Darnold was never going to play. So it always felt like P.J. had the best chance, but after Sunday, it really felt like it might be Baker Mayfield again. And already on record of saying that, I don't think Baker Mayfield should play at all the rest of the season, considering that if he plays 70% of the quarterback snaps, he will end up costing the Carolina Panthers a fourth-round pick. The Panthers already sent a fifth-round conditional pick in 2024 to Cleveland, and if he plays 70% of the snaps, that then becomes a fourth-round pick in that draft. The Panthers have already gotten back that fifth-round pick when they traded away Christian McCaffrey a couple weeks ago to the San Francisco 49ers. So no reason to add insult to injury by giving up a fourth-rounder by playing Baker. And looking at pro football reference, he currently has played 61% of the offensive snaps at this point in time. Again, eight more games left on the schedule. Even if Baker played a game, maybe two, he's still, I don't think, going to get to the point where he would play 70% of the snaps. But there's no reason to even flirt with the idea of Baker Mayfield costing the Carolina Panthers a fourth-round pick when they've already given up for a fifth-round pick for a guy who turned out to not be the answer. So P.J. is the man once again, at least on Thursday. And I believe it was Ian Rappaport who first reported about Sam Darnold being activated off IR. I think the Panthers probably put it out themselves. But he did say that Darnold's expected to play at some point down the stretch as they want to evaluate him for next season. There is no future in Carolina for Sam Darnold. There's no future in Carolina for Baker Mayfield. I don't think Baker Mayfield, as great of a teammate as he's been the last couple weeks, is thrilled about the idea that once again he's going to be P.J. Walker's designated note-taker in-game alongside Sam Darnold on Thursday night against the Falcons, especially after he watched P.J. play horribly on Sunday afternoon. And Baker said all the right things that he wants to win. He'll do whatever it takes to win and all that kind of stuff. But there's no way he thinks that P.J. Walker is better than him. And the guy who was a fourth-string quarterback, the guy who was the odd man out, there's no way Baker Mayfield is really jiving what's going on right now in Mint Street with him being the backup quarterback. He doesn't have a future here, though. That's the thing. And Sam Darnold, I think he's going to spend a long time in this league as a backup quarterback. He has a demeanor that you're looking for, a guy who's non-threatening talent-wise and personality-wise, who will fit in coast 
to probably $20, $30 million rest of his career and sit there and maybe start four or five games and be like the next Chase Daniel and someone that people always speak highly of as being a great teammate. But when he's asked to play, he's terrible. Like That's Sam Darnold's career as long as he wants to keep playing football. He could retire today. He has plenty of money. He already has his forever home back home in Sam Clemente, California. Congratulations to him. He does not have a future. And if they want to play him, okay, whatever. Because P.J., we know, is not the answer. P.J. certainly has carved out a backup role, just like Baker and just like Sam. But he's not the answer here in Carolina. As much as we would have hoped that that could be a possibility, it's not. Sam Darnold, not the answer here in Carolina either, but they're also paying him the most money. So why not see what he can do the rest of the year and where that leads to Carolina Panthers? It probably leads him to the top of the draft. Starting Baker would be the same result, although it cost you a fourth-round pick in 2024. And starting P.J. would also lead to the same result, but would cost you nothing. You'd be in the top three of the draft. So we'll see. I do think that P.J. starts this week. And then after that, following the mini-buy, I think then Sam Darnold will probably be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, just based off of how, how Steve Wilkes has approached this. But also, I thought Steve Wilkes was going to go back to Baker Mayfield. So I have no idea what's going to go on. Steve Wilkes doesn't really want to talk about it, barely wants to give any explanation to why P.J.'s the guy, but he did tell the fans, just trust the process. And if you're a 76ers fan, you know not to trust the process because that's led them nowhere. But here in Carolina, Steve Wilkes is all asking all of us, you and me, and everyone viewing this team, to trust the process and trust that he knows what he's doing and that he'll start the right guy moving forward into the next seven weeks after this week's game against the Atlanta Falcons. We certainly will see how that works out. We'll also see how it works out that the Panthers no longer have two assistant coaches as Steve Wilkes decided that, Evan Cooper, Paul Pascaloni, thank you for your service, but please, please get out of town. We need to make some changes. We'll break down the latest coaching firings here in Carolina in just a moment here on Locked on Panthers. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere 100% online. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with therapists. If things aren't clicking, that's okay. You can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. You can find it all right there at BetterHelp. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Well, four weeks ago when Steve Wilkes took over as the Panthers interim head coach, he wasted no time by relieving Phil Snow, the Panthers defensive coordinator of his duty, along with Ed Foley, two guys that were hardened Matt Rule supporters and guys that had followed Matt Rule from Temple to Baylor over to the Carolina Panthers back in 2020. And he decided, Steve Wilkes, that is, that, hey, you know what, guys? You're a Matt Rule guy. Matt's going to go take a college job. Ain't no reason for you to be here anymore. Also, I've called plays in the NFL as a defensive coordinator. I have way more experience as a DC and working in defenses at this level than you. It's my defense now. And my boy, Al Holcomb, he was here back when we were winning before. Al, you're the DC now. I'm the head coach. I'm going to take care of my own. A very simple principle that you see across the NFL anytime there's a change going on. Now, Indianapolis, who the hell knows what's going on up there as Jim Irsay relieved the uh, the head coach up there, former Panthers quarterback, by the way, Frank Reich, and now Jeff Saturday is the head coach. I don't know what's going on up there. We'll see what happens with Jeff Saturday and what he decides to do. Um, But typically, when there's changes like that made midseason – Guys like Steve Wilkes are going to want to elevate their own people and are going to make some decisions as they evaluate everything going on. And we saw that on Monday morning that outside of Sam Darnold being activated from IR, that the Carolina Panthers decided that they're going to part ways with cornerbacks coach Evan Cooper and defensive line coach Paul Pascaloni. Cooper came to the Carolina Panthers back in 2020 with former head coach Matt Rule. Of course, Cooper was with Matt Rule back in college at Baylor. And Pascaloni, he was a former head coach back in college at Syracuse, joined the Panthers this offseason. Defensive assistant Bobby Maffa, I believe, would take added responsibility for defensive backs moving forward with interim defensive coordinator Al Holcomb also playing a more prominent role as well. Coach up the DBs and pass rush specialist Don Johnson and assistant defensive line coach Terrence Knighton will continue to coach defensive linemen moving forward and Cooper also should be noted had a scouting role here in Carolina which is unusual that a position coach or really any coach at all outside of the head coach would have a scouting role within this organization especially a guy coaching DBs Evan Cooper if um, you remember, you might recall, I'm not sure if you do, was the guy who first put the idea of Teddy Bridgewater being the quarterback here in Carolina into Matt Rule's ear. Because back when they were in college at Baylor, Evan Cooper reportedly said to Matt Rule, hey, if we ever get a head coaching job up there in the NFL, we got to get Teddy Bridgewater. That's our guy. Well, I think that played a role in bringing Joe Brady and, of course, then later on bringing Teddy Bridgewater here to be the starting quarterback. So Evan Cooper no longer here. And honestly, I'll be honest with you, like I was somewhat surprised that he even stayed around considering that like Wilkes had already had a secondary background and that Cooper was such a rule guy that he had that role, which I was not aware that he had a scouting role here in Carolina. But knowing that he was such a key figure for Matt Rule when he came up here from Baylor, I am surprised that he even lasted this long. And Steve Wilkes said this that this was not a knee-jerk reaction. He's been evaluating everyone, including the players and coaches, since taking over as the interim four weeks ago, and that he decided that it was time to make a change. Now, Pascaloni, I mean, they're not great against the run. Sunday's effort, if you can call it even an effort, was terrible, and it led to Joe Mixon having a career day and setting a franchise record, five touchdowns for the Bengals on Sunday afternoon, and the Bengals having the, the second worst, I believe, or third worst rushing offense in the league, averaging 81 yards and having 36 on Monday Night Football against the Browns and having 241 and having a season high already in the first half. That's unacceptable. It didn't help that Derrick Brown was sick and not feeling well. But they didn't play well. The linebackers didn't fill the gaps. They weren't disciplined enough. It was a terrible performance all around. And Carolina also has done a terrible job in getting any sort of pressure all season long. Brian Burns has six sacks 
Everyone else, I believe, only has seven. 13 is just not good enough, especially for a team that was great last year. But losing Hassan Reddick does that. And it's not a surprise to anyone who paid attention to this team and their transactions this offseason that they have struggled. I watched Sunday Night Football with the Chiefs and Titans. Carlos Dunlap chose right by going to Kansas City, where they're now 6-2. and two. And they're right there tied with the Bills as the first-place team in the NAFC. Of course, they lost that game early in the season. But Dunlap, Dunlap's in a better situation. He didn't come to Carolina to play for a lame duck, lame duck head coach in Matt Rule, and now he's there winning. That's someone they try to bring in. It didn't work out for whatever reason. And now he's in Kansas City making plays and sacking Malik Willis on that Sunday night game and helping them beat the Titans in overtime. So the Panthers at least brought in some players. But no one wanted to come here. It didn't help Paul Pascaloni, though, that he did not help develop some of these guys. Like, Etor Grossmanos has just had a so-so season, has not made that next step that you hope. Derek Brown certainly has done a great job. I don't know how much that is Pascaloni, or that's really just Derek Brown being his third year and coming to his own here in the NFL. So he's now gone, and Steve Wilkes felt like he needed to make a change. So now the Panthers coaching staff is as thin as is thinner than they already were before. And they're trying to circle the wagons here heading into Thursday. And it's a curious time, I would think, to make this kind of change. I know last year when Joe Brady was fired, the odd thing about it was that Matt Rule left town when the Panthers were struggling. Left town, then came back and decided on a Sunday that he's going to fire Joe Brady. And he reported that, oh, hey, I couldn't get a hold of him on Saturday when he went to the ACC title game to watch Pitt and Wake and watch his former recruit, Kenny Pickett, who decided to go to Pitt instead of Temple. He couldn't get a hold of Joe Brady that day, which, okay, fine. And he decides that he's going to fire him on a Sunday morning after he spent all week, him and Sean Ryan, prepping Cam Newton, getting him ready to be the starting quarterback the rest of the way there in Carolina a year ago. So that was a weird timing that you would wait after the bye week to basically do it. It's also weird that you would wait in the short week to fire someone. You would fire someone like really at the beginning of a short week instead of waiting until like Friday or Saturday and letting him go then and then kind of starting anew with more time off to kind of get the new guy situated. I don't know. That's what Steve Wilkes felt was best for this organization. Again, like the quarterback position, he told us to trust the process. So I'm going to try and trust Steve Wilkes as best I can as a Panthers prepare for the Atlanta Falcons on Thursday night here in Uptown Charlotte. A few more injury updates and some transactions that we'll get into here on the show in just a minute here on Locked on Panthers. But before we do, let's talk to you about prize picks. Pick two to five players, and they score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes the NFL, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, college football, men's and women's college basketball that is finally back. Soccer got the World Cup rolling around here. And, of course, tennis, disc golf. Euro basketball, cricket, and so much more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and north of the border in Canada. Download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match with the $100 of promo code locked on. So this is how it works. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match with the $100. When you download the PricePix app or go to prizepicks.com today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Steve Wilkes did give us a couple more updates on some Panthers hoping to be available on Thursday night as the Falcons come into town. Jeremy Chin is one of them. He hopes that Chin will be back on Thursday. He has yet to be activated off of IR, even designated to return. So we'll see if that happens. Wilkes did say he thought he was a week away with the short week. It will be interesting to see if he could even be available considering the prep going to be condensed, the changes that they made in the coaching staff there in the secondary especially. I would have a hard time seeing Jeremy Chin play this week. Also, probably makes more sense to give him the mini buy here following the game and have him ready for the following Sunday's game. So we'll see how that plays out. Dante Jackson, who was active on Sunday but sat there in a ball cap all afternoon long in that loss to the Bengals, has been dealing with an ankle injury. I think it's probably the right move to allow him to sit out, especially knowing that, hey, short week, what's not having planned Sunday and trying to bounce back and be there on Thursday because we look at the last couple weeks when he's been constantly on the injury report with that ankle injury that had the Carolina Panthers, had the Sunday to Thursday kind of turnaround, he probably would have missed the game over the last couple weeks. I think Steve Wilkes, what he wanted to do was give him a chance, be out there, emergency, emergency situation, but don't play, be ready for Thursday. So I'd imagine that Dante Jackson will be ready to go Thursday night. As Carolina Panthers, again, still banged up in that secondary. You didn't have two of your starters on Sunday afternoon in that loss to the Bengals. That wasn't really the issue, even though C.J. Henderson got off to a poor start as Joe Burrow was targeting him early on that first drive. But you need those guys back the rest of the way. The Panthers' defense wants to avoid completely imploding like they did on Sunday afternoon in that loss to Cincinnati. Uh, a couple more transactions the Panthers uh, release. A couple guys from the practice squad, defensive end Delonte Scott, in addition to quarterback Jacob Eason, who briefly saw time and served as a backup, saw some, some time in that Rams game. And in safety, Marquise Blair, who also had been activated the last couple weeks off of the practice squad, played on Sunday. He is no longer on the team. And the Panthers have added three new players, including linebacker Kobe Jones, cornerback Gavin Heslop, and local product wide receiver Emeka Amezi from NC State with the Marvin Ridge High School. So congratulations to Emeka for joining the team, a local guy who had been a big player for NC State last year, and the Wolfpack certainly could use him this year. He's now here in Carolina. So quick update there on the state of the roster. But that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, guys, be sure to watch the show, subscribe to our show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. And be sure to check us out wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where tomorrow we'll do a special Wednesday mailbag edition of the show, either at me or DM me participate in tomorrow's Wednesday mailbag as we typically of course do it on Friday so we'll get back to it next Friday but tomorrow on Wednesday we'll do a Wednesday mailbag at me or DM me in the meantime be safe be happy be whole as always keep pounding and I'll talk to y'all on Wednesday hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.